You're listening to Not the Sermon with Eric and Jamie. All right, you guys are listening to Not the Sermon. Not the Sermon. Not the Sermon. With your host, uh, Jamie Nunley, and yours truly, Eric Robertson. Um, and this is a new thing for us. Um, for the longest time, we have been talking about, and we've been told multiple times by multiple people that we should just do a podcast. But the purpose of this is most of the time, you guys hear me and Jamie from the context of like a Sunday morning message, or if you, if you're below the age of eighteen, you'll hear it in the context of a youth message for mm-hmm. me. Um, but we have there's so much more in, that goes into like the sermon making process, there's so much more about us than just the sermon. Well, around the office, I mean, it's really common when we're not doing counseling, when we're not doing, you know, just running the church, we just start talking and it's theology and it's just uh, giving each other a hard time. Yeah. Goofing off. (laughs) Current events. Current events, news, like faith, spirituality, like all the things that I think are integral to like a believer's life. Um, But like I think the way that we talk about them is a lot more entertaining than you would hear on like because well, brother to, we're, we're brother roasting. Johnson's podcast where he's talking about. Well, usually we're roasting each other. Yes, 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 and yes. making fun of each other and giving each other a hard time, which is awesome. Yeah, um, and then I, I think you and I both have the ability to take the opposite stance on something <laughs> just for the sake of doing just it. to do it just yeah. just to see how the other person responds and um, like most of the time I argue theology from the perspective of a Muslim just to <laughs> just to give Jamie something to think about you know yeah no absolutely and uh, that's really helped me I can't tell you how much I know uh, I know um so uh, Jamie who who is this podcast for I mean, anyone who's willing to listen, anyone who would like kind of to pull back the curtain and see like what maybe a, a lead pastor and a student pastor would talk about that's not the sermon, that's just around the office talking theology, talking current events like we talked about. Talking I mean, about, I th- you know, getting a pay raise. I mean, I, uh, should I bring no. you, put you on the spot? Well, see, on, that's on why we have trustees, Eric. Okay. Um, trustees. So they can make those difficult decisions. I had to drink convenience store coffee this morning. Oh, wow. I'm not doing well. Wow. Man, I'm so sorry. Do you want to pray about that? I do want to pray about it. Actually, funny story, they didn't have any coffee. (laughs) (laughs) What? Uh, Yeah, dude, I go into a convenience store. Uh, You're already struggling if you're walking in to get a cup of community coffee. Yeah, the day has not worked out the way you want it to if you're getting uh, coffee from a convenience store. No. And so I go in there and they're out of coffee. And then what you feel, because you grab the cup. It's like their one job. It's like coffee, beer, cigarettes, and lotto. And you're missing one of the four horsemen. Wow. Um, now I go in there, they have no coffee. And then I'm sitting there with like a cup that has like an ounce of coffee in it. And you're like, you dump it out and throw it away really quickly so they don't see you. Even though like, what's the ramifications? I okay. Mean, no. Okay. This brings up something very interesting. I've always wondered about this. Okay. Is it morally okay to taste test stuff in a convenience store, whether it's soda, like whether you want to try, you know, uh, from, from the, yeah. from the, the fountain or, or ices, mm-hmm. like, cause there's multiple flavors mm. and you, I mean, is it okay to get a little bit or coffee? Mm. Is it okay to get a little bit taste or are you stealing in that moment? I think it's okay. As long as whatever you do, you don't use a cup. What? You, so stick, you need you, to put your mouth you go on to the, the actual, you go to the fountain, <laughs> go to the source, <laughs> you go to the source. Dog. That's a great idea. 
That What's will get a, rid of any guilt I might have. It's just putting my mouth on the actual look, dispenser. I've never been yelled at for messing something up at like a fountain drink machine. I have been yelled at by store people for messing with the icy machine. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, what is that? Like, use the wrong cup. You've got 15 cups, like, sitting in front yeah. of this machine. You use the wrong cup. Yeah. Charge me for what I bought. Charge me by the ounce. Yeah. And, and why? Every, every, every time I go get an icy at a convenience store. I mean, you're store. telling me to put a pickle in a cup. <laughs> And and the, the, now we're being choosy about where the ices go. Well, and and why like at least one of the four different icy flavors, like it's beeping yeah. and you can see it stirring, and it's like, hey man, not yet, bro. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not yet. We're still working on this. Yeah. You're gonna love it, but it may be thirty seconds. It may be thirty minutes. We're not sure. Yeah, but don't use this one, dude. Are you familiar with the like grimace shake? Oh yes. So like, have you seen your son did Ethan yes. did the video? It's yes. like the videos on if if you've never seen one. You know, people like it's Grimace, the purple dude, the purple nugget dude I don't know from what McDonald's, whatever, the purple blob, the purple blob of, of hate. Um, and it's like his birthday. I don't know. It's his 50th or something. So they, they have this whole Grimace meal. It's like a it's like the American dream. It's a Big Mac, a six piece nugget. And then they have this purple milkshake and kids are drinking the purple milkshake. And like it turns into this horror story where yeah. they like fall out. And don't remember what happened. Well, it starts out. They're always like, hey, happy birthday, Grimace. Let's try the shake. And yeah, go, oh, it's pretty good. And then all of a sudden it cuts. It cuts. And, and they're all laying there covered in like the, purple goo yeah. everywhere. <laughs> the shake is all over them. And they're like, so like I've seen kids hanging from trees. Like, it's weird. <laughs> Yes, it's yes. weird. But yes, anyway. my son Ethan was on a dumpster covered <laughs> yeah. in shake or something like that. Yeah, it was hilarious. I saw uh, so in the kids, the students wanted the grimace shake at the fireworks stand, and so we send one of the older students with some money to go and get a grimace shake, and he comes back empty-handed. <laughs> and so I ask him, I was like, "Dude, what happened? Dude, did you at least give these kids their money back?" And he goes, "I was like, what did they say?" And he said, "Uh." Grimace machine broke. <laughs> it's always broken. That's what they said. I'll be like, how can you, how can you be pushing this inner like this international yeah. product and then not even be prepared to like I'm interested now and you you can't supply me the product. Dude, McDonald's just can't get it together when it comes to ice cream. They can't, but they're like a it's like, man, it's like an X. Like I keep going back. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, no, I was I, I was I seriously at, do. I was at Chick-fil-A and I was gonna get their ice stream or something like that. And I drove through and, you know, wait in the super long line. And and then, I'm sorry, sir, ice cream machine's down. And I looked at her. I locked eyes with her. Is that Chick-fil-A or McDonald's? Chick-fil-A. What? I know. Wow. I lo- someone, I locked, call, someone called the Apostle Paul. Well, I locked eyes with her and I said, what is this McDonald's? And <laughs> yeah. just drove off. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Yeah. That's, that's, that's bad for Chick-fil-A. My thing is, is like, you know, can can fast food because McDonald's when you get there's nothing better. Yeah. There's nothing better than a fresh McDonald's hamburger. Bro. With, Bro. with the fresh fries. Yes. Salty, salty fries. The Coke. It, but there's nothing better when they're on top of their game. They're never on top of their game. Dude, over overseas. Like if you get if you're overseas and you get to go to a McDonald's, it's like an incredible experience. Yeah. Because like, because uh, I, I was in South Asia. It's like that in Alabama too. <laughs> I was in South Asia. And of course I've been eating, you know, th- their food, which is, it's good, but it's just super spicy. And so they were like, hey, you're an American. You're an overweight, pudgy, pale American. Don't yeah. you want some McDonald's? And I'm like, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I want some McDonald's. And, and so we went to the McDonald's and I was expecting, you know, I, I don't know what I was expecting, but they gave me this pristine 
golden fried batch of fries, this mm. nice burger. It, dude, it was the best fast food meal I'd ever had in my life, ever. Yeah. Ever. Gosh, it was unbelievable. Now, part of that was maybe the n- nostalgia missing home. Part yeah. of that was my salt intake was a little low. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it was incredible. And I thought, this is amazing, man, because they took so much pride yeah. in cooking their McDonald's because they thought it was good. They thought it was like good food. Yeah. And we're just kind of like, ah, McDonald's. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, we've we've been bitten. Like, yeah. uh, you, we've been, I've, I've, my heart's been broken too many times. I mean, I've been. And we've got to move on past this. I'm sorry, <laughs> any listeners right now, and you're wondering why did I even why did I even give this podcast the time of day? I just we had some trauma we needed to dump on you guys. Let me ask you this, Jamie: What mountain have you been climbing recently? What mountain have what's, I been climbing? What, what's something? Let me rephrase mm. that. Let me fra- rephrase that. Like, what's something that's just been stirring in you? Like theological thought, idea, concept. What's 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 going on? In what's that, going that on? Perfectly polished noggin. Oh of man! So we're getting serious now. We're getting all of serious. A I feel like we need to give them a. T- we, we went re- crazy ridiculous with there. Let's go straight into like something right. serious. Well, I you know at the time of this recording. We're about to start um, our Elephants in the Room series, okay. which is, yep. if, if you're not affiliated with VFC and you're listening, every August we do a series called Elephants in the Room where we tackle tough topics and sensitive subjects, and it's stuff that um, a lot of people don't like to talk about. A lot of the words that are used in the sermon you're not used to hearing in yeah. church. And it's, um, it's kind of like, it's you would I would say it's the flagship sermon of VFC. Yeah. It's like what we're known for. Yeah, yeah. And at this point, it's funny, we've been doing it for, I guess, since 2015. So that'd be eight years. This will be the eighth yeah. year in multiple sermons each time we, we do that. And yeah. so it's it's in it's nearing 30 sermons in this series. Yeah. We were scrolling through all the titles yeah. yesterday. I mean, the, the dozens. I mean, how many yeah. are we at? Like 40, maybe? Uh, plus? I would say I would say probably around 30 or 30? so. Yeah. Uh, dude, the titles look like San Francisco. I mean, it was <laughs> some of the stuff that we've covered over the past couple years. has been really, really good stuff. I mean, everything from like what theological concepts like speaking in tongues and cohabitation all the way to like loving the or loving the transgender community or how do we love the yeah. transgender community politics uh you know racism we've had yeah. all of those sort of wrapped into this series and so I'm I'm really excited um for this upcoming year we're kind of at the point though like we've talked about so much dude I, like besides like except for just reading like headlines from the news and <laughs> yeah, talking about yeah. like we really have covered almost everything and so I'm actually going back and going to talk about the role of women in ministry. Okay. Which is one that I did several years That's ago. That's pretty easy because there's not <laughs> Well, it's called ministry not womanistry. <laughs> Oh, take that, liberals. Mm. So, so yeah, so that's that's going to be one, and I've been studying for that some this week, and um, and then and then the uh, the rest of them, it's a little instead of talking about current events and stuff like that as much as I normally have, I just really feel you ask me like what's on my heart, like yeah. for real, is the church other I'm than cholesterol, other than there's a lot of cholesterol on my heart, uh, but uh, <laughs> but <laughs> the, the, I'm concerned for the church, not our church mm. necessarily. But like the American church, I yeah. just see some trends yeah. um, where like we are ignoring some of the massive instructions of Jesus um, so that we can do the things that matter to, to us right now. 
Yeah. And so like, for instance, like one of the sermons is going to be on gossip, mm. right? Which just seems like uh, gossip. Like we're going to teach the children about gossip this Sunday. Dude, so many adults gossip constantly. Oh, it's it's the South's favorite pastime. I mean, and, and, and to say like with one breath, they'll be quoting scripture and then the next they're, they're gossiping, which is literally called out as a big deal mm. sin in yeah. scripture. Always when I talk to the students, I, when I when I talk about gossip, I say when you gossip, you are literally like you're doing the work of Satan. You're yeah. speaking instead of speaking God's word, you're speaking Satan's word. He's the accuser of the brethren. Yes, you are partnering with the kingdom of darkness. And and when you put it like that, because what is what is the what does the devil do? He's he's the accuser of the brethren. Right. When you're gossiping, you're spreading accusation about someone. You have literally aligned yourself with Satan. Yeah. 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 And and I think sometimes I think it's so normal in our culture, we don't even realize we're doing it. Now I had a conversation with a with a friend the other day and it drifted onto a situation with he and I both know about. And all of a sudden I'm being very careful with my words because I'm like, mm. gosh, I don't want to get into gossip here. Like I want yeah. to. We need we need to talk. And it was a it was a situation to talk about. But like, so one of the things I'll do is I'm gonna help people determine is it gossip? Yeah. Like, like, like if, if you, if you mention someone else, that's not gossip, right? Yeah. But how do you know if it's gossip? And, and in general, you know, if it's, if it's bad news, mm-hmm. if it's uh, unconfirmed news, yeah. um, if you wouldn't say it around them, if they were here, yeah, probably shouldn't it's say probably it. probably gossip. Yeah. I mean, you probably shouldn't say it. I think, and cause you'll talk about this too, is like the complicitness of people who maybe aren't doing the saying, but sort of get all jazzed up about the hearing of gossip yeah. and like because that it, there's when I've heard gossip preached on other than here, <clears throat> excuse me, like there's like it's a three point sermon and point three B is okay how to avoid gossip right mm-hmm. I think that's a huge I think you we would spend most of our time I spend more of my time trying to avoid gossip than tempted to actually gossip myself you know and, and it's so hard to stop a conversation yeah that started by someone else and they're using you as the necessary ears to hear yeah. right yeah um and it's so hard to just stop it and say hey hey I, I look I. I don't want to hear this anymore. Like I feel like we're getting into a territory yeah. we shouldn't be in. That that takes a, a, a lot of guts to do. I, that. What I've been doing recently is people will ask me. They'll they'll come up with a nice juicy bit of tea for me to hear, and they'll say, "So what do you tea. what do you think?" Yeah, they're just. Oh yeah, do you want some of this tea? It's one about of those Gen person? Z words. Yeah, one of those Gen Z words. I don't even know. There's probably a different word now. I can't even keep up. <laughs> um, but uh, what I've been doing. Because it's hard. You don't want to disrespect the person because sometimes, you know, they're not coming to you trying to like, you know, stir the pot. They're just talking and they'll ask me, so what do you think about that? And I'll say, you know, I don't really know that person enough or know the situation enough to make a judgment. Yeah. And that usually is a. they're like, oh, okay. All right. Yeah. You know, and that's me saying, like, could I make a judgment? Absolutely. I'm great at that. Um, Well, the truth (laughs) is the 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 ability to make judgments on behavior that we've been given, God gave for us to use on ourselves. Yeah. Not oh, yeah. for us to use on other people. Like we're told many times, examine ourselves, mm-hmm. right? And instead we examine other people. Yeah. And we're misusing an ability God has given us yeah. of self-assessment. And instead we're assessing everyone else yeah. because it, that, that's easier. Which which sort of ties into something you wanted to do, but maybe have to do later, other people's sins. Yeah. Yeah. That's another topic. I'm, I'm batting that one around still. I, I, I was kind of getting, to, I was going to do that the first week. And mm-hmm. as I began to study, I, it, it wasn't coming together for me. And so I decided to go with, with women in ministry first. Um, but yeah, I, there is an obsession right now in the American church with other people's sins. Yeah. Are and, you down with other people's sin? Yeah. You know me. Yeah. You know men. 
Yeah. That was great. Yeah. That was really Sorry. good. I'm going to use that. Sorry, audience. <laughs> that was incredible, Eric. That's that's why we have this podcast right here. Um, but but yeah, so like the and a lot of it's the the hyper politicization of our culture. Yeah. Right. Um, and just being obsessed with what's wrong and what those people are doing. Look, I've scoured scripture. Yeah. And I never see a a command from Jesus, mm-hmm. the apostles, or anyone to take a stand against everyone else's sin. To, to, to unionize against someone else's problem that has nothing to, that does not affect the church. And that's what people like Christians are, you are so sensitive. You're mm-hmm. so sensitive what what unbelievers are doing. We yeah. say it all the time. Guess what sinners do? They sin. They sin. Oh my! Oh, man, mind blown. Well, and it's crazy because it, like we we ex, we expect to be able to disciple the world, but they don't have the spirit of God, which allows you to change to disciple them. And they, then we they, get mad at them for acting like they don't have the Lord in their life. We don't. We're not. We're we're changing the Great Commission. We're yeah. not going out to evangelize the world. We're trying. We're trying to disciple them without first evangelizing. That's right. Them. And it's like the adage says: you can't clean a fish before you catch it. Yeah. I mean, you have to catch someone by the, by the Spirit of God, have them uh, surrender their life to the Lord first, and then yeah. He cleans them over mm-hmm. time. And so, and I'm not condoning sin, I'm not condoning, but the truth is, is that what Christians are called to do is just turn on the light. Yeah. We are called to be light, salt and light. And light doesn't struggle to overcome darkness. Yeah. Like light doesn't try really, really, really hard to overcome darkness. You just it just immediately dispels darkness. Yeah. We don't need to form an anti-darkness committee. Anti-darkness. We don't need to study all the different types of darkness and well, this is this kind what of about, darkness. I've got one. Moms for anti-darkness. Moms against darkness. Moms against darkness. I'm I'm that's that's mad. mad. Yeah, there that's, you go. There we go. Hey, start that one. Start it. But that and, and we have to, and as Christians, you're hearing this conversation and you're like, Yeah, we don't need to be judged. Like that happens at the gas pumps too. Like yeah. that happens every single day. Like, don't think that it's, oh, it's just those Christians that are picketing against the gay people in San Francisco. Like, no, it's us when you walk into a convenience store and seeing someone, you know, living this, like a sinful lifestyle or whatever, something that's, you know, just living in darkness and you're judging them for that. Like, of course they're going to, they don't know Jesus. They've never been discipled. They've never apprenticed under Jesus before. So they're not going to act like him. No, they're not. And to expect that of the world, I saw a Facebook post not too long ago, and it was like, the world's going crazy. It's it's gotten to where they believe this and this. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Rome? Why is that surprising? Yeah. Like, and why does, why does that make you mad that the world is not acting like Christians? Yeah. I mean, so I, again, not condoning it, not saying that what's wrong is okay, but just like, that's that's not our priorities. Like, there are so many scriptures all throughout the New Testament, especially that's like, hey, you, and Paul called himself the chief of sinners. Mm. Like he wasn't looking like, let me find the chief of sinners. Let me go out here and see who the worst one is. He's like, I'm the worst one. That's me. I did it. I'm the worst it's one. It's my fault. Right. I'm the worst one. And and so that's the mentality he chose. To, and he before he says that, he goes, this is a phrase uh, that should be well remembered, that, that this is a good phrase. This is a good thing to say. I Jesus Christ came to save sinners of whom I am chief. He's yeah. teaching that mentality to people. Yep. It's like, that's the mentality we should have. And so, yeah, I mean, so I, I, I'm just, a, I'm a little concerned 
that that the church is getting, um, you know, two finger pointy ish, if that's a word, and not even focusing on the house of the Lord, yeah. which is that's who we're called to judge first. Right, judgment starts in the house of the Lord, and so these people are going out and you know just doing these social media campaigns or on the news, they're being vocal, which in turn is you know creating this almost like this mind virus for other Christians because yeah. that's what it is. It's a it's a it's a intellectual virus yeah. that spreads. Um, and instead of focusing on what their church, you know, First Baptist of such and such Indiana can do for their community. Indiana. Whatever, you know. Why Indiana? Because I've got those those Bible college students Dude, on my mind. Dude, those guys are incredible. Dude, I, yeah, for, for those people, if you haven't seen it yet, these young, slicked, sharp-dressed young people... <laughs> Are taking the world by storm. It's Indiana Bible College. Indiana Bible College, dude. They're all over my social media feed, and I'm sure there's something terribly heretical. I, I mean, I'm not saying that if you're listening, maybe not. But like, <laughs> I, there's got to be something wrong with them because they're too. Cl- it's too clean. Well, they, I, I think they're one that's Pentecostals. They, they maybe we need to research that. We need to we need to Google that. But like, they are getting up there, dude, and like the spirit of God yeah, is coming anointed. on. Like these young, and it's mainly young people. It's like I think it's there. I know it's. What's the denomination? Is it? It's not International Pentecostal. Uh, they're, they're UPC. UPC is it United United Pentecostal Church? I believe. Okay, like it's they're Pentecostals, but what they've done is they've like they've taken like their tradition, like this dress, the suit, the style, sort of this African gospel infused Pentecostalism. And, and then they've got some really nice cameras and audio equipment, and they're recording it. <laughs> and incredible musicians. Dude, their musicians are awesome. And so I'm seeing these kids. They just had a huge conference. They had one this past week. I think I said there was like 36,000 uh, young young yeah. people. It's like the largest gathering of young people in the in the entire United in the entire States. World. We're yeah. like, all, the, all of us like new age evangelicals, we're like, oh, did you go to Forward? Good emotion and right. like thirty six or passion or passion thirty six thousand of these kids are getting in there and just praying in the in the Holy Ghost. Yeah, UPCI. So Indiana Bible College. I just looked it up. Our UPCI, which is uh, United Pentecostal uh, Church International. International worldwide. Yeah. yeah, worldwide. Worldwide. Prestige worldwide. And so yeah, so they are. Um, but it, the music's anointed, bro. Yeah. So I I hadn't heard it, and and my youngest son Isaac said, "Hey, check this out." And and it's it's and it's got that like gospel flair to it. Yeah. Um. And so I pulled it up on you. He was showing me just the audio. I pulled it up on YouTube, and I was just struck by and and the, and the girls have on long dresses and no makeup. Yeah. And their hair is like put up. You yeah. know, their hair's not down. And then the guys are in like coats and ties yeah. and stuff like that, playing the drums. Homeboys playing the drums. And, yeah. In a, in a suit. In, in a, a three-piece. suit. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> but like the music's incredible. It's yeah. so anointed. Yeah. And then they've got this massive choir behind them, and dude, they are worshiping their faces off. Yeah. Uh, it was so compelling. And there's one song I can't remember what it's called. I can look it up. This girl starts going off, man. She starts naming all the names of God. Yeah, yeah. And it said that raspy high voice, Elohim, Yahweh, yeah. Jehovah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is yeah. so good. Come on. It's so good. So y'all yeah. y'all check that out. Although don't necessarily buy into the theology. Yeah, we're not like condoning it because there's, uh, there's, there's a reason I'm sure that they're, you know, off by themselves. I don't know. Well, I have such a hard time describing our church to people because people don't have a grit. They either see you as fully Pentecostal yeah. or fully not Pentecostal. And we call ourselves Bapticostal, which makes no sense. It makes no sense. We need to work on that. Maybe we're Presbycostal. <laughs> Presbycostal. 
<laughs> as long as it ends in costal. It's costal. Or yeah, intercostal. Intercostal. <laughs> is, it, is it out of muscle? Methacostal? Yeah. Methacostal. Methacostal. Oh, that sounds I like... I think that's an arrest charge. Right. Isn't that what Celebrate Recovery does? Yeah. <laughs> Methacostals. Methacostals. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, but, I mean, so we are a... Are a Theologically Pentecostal church, in that we believe the Holy Spirit has been poured out. He's still moving, um, you know, as as it happened on the day of Pentecost, baptism in the Holy Spirit. We're, we're all for that, but we don't necessarily act like a Pentecostal church. We don't church. do it weird. We don't do yeah. it weird. And, and the the and and I lo- I came for those of you that heard my story. I came. I was. I'm from the Church of God. That's a traditional sort of holiness Pentecostal. Denomination. I love the confidence of that name, Church of God. It's like, yeah, we're it's it. The Church of God. Well, there's, we're the Church. Then we of have God. to split it like the Church of God in Christ. In Christ. In Christ. And then they the just Church of God them. of prophecy. You know, Ooh. that was the of prophecy was an early branch off of. It was actually disagreement, I believe, between two of the overseers. Well, now all you got to do is add international to the end of it, and you're golden. And man. you're golden, and you can have like this these beautiful kids like singing raspy gospel <laughs> songs in Indiana. Um, but yeah, like, but I think the difference between us is. You know, we we follow scripture, which we're not the only church that follows scripture. Sure. Like, and, and you know, there's terms like full gospel and yeah. spirit filled. That's kind of a jerk. Yeah, for, I mean, full gospel because the inference is you're partial gospel. So there's a half gospel church down the road, um, and then even spirit filled, like to say that the spirit of God is not at this church or right, this church. But right. I mean, just for like definition's sake, you know, we're a spirit filled full gospel church, but just without the. I would say just without the tradition, I yeah. guess, like without the the traditional, you know, expectations of what you wear, how you act, so how you act yeah. under the the influence of the Spirit of God. Right. I think that's where we differ because, like, the Church of God, there's a particular way you're supposed to act right. when you're influenced by the Spirit, and it's like jumpy and shouty and shaky right. and wow. Right. Um. And then, like, with some of the more charismatic movements, like you're supposed to act all flowy and intoxicated and whoa. whoa. And we're like not any of that. No, not really, not really. No, we just want to love Jesus and and like experience Him, His Holy Spirit, and uh, grow, um, grow nearer to Him, grow up. Right? I mean, that's what we talk about: growing up, growing deep, reaching in, reaching out. We want to be near to Him. We want to experience the fullness of His presence. But I don't think the Holy Spirit was given to make us act weird in church. Yeah. Like that's not why he was poured out. Now, sometimes will he move on you and your heart and flesh cry out? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Right? I mean, sometimes I mean when two when two objects hit one another, whichever one is strongest is yeah. gonna win, knock the other over. Hey, so, brother, when I'm when I turn that water hose on at my house <laughs> and I ain't holding the, the nozzle on it, that thing goes crazy sometimes, you know. So you got it sometimes when the spirit of God comes upon you. Um, and you just ain't prepared for it. I mean, you, you get to shaking. You get to, whoa. Well, that's good, brother, Eric. Yeah, thank you. Really good, brother. Really good. That's from my roots. That's from my roots. Yeah, I have a buddy who says you don't judge a tree based on how it shakes in the wind. Yeah. You judge a tree by its fruit. I do. I'm like, look at that loser tree. <laughs> Idiot tree. Look at that loser. That, that tree does not know proper theology. That guy has no idea what he's doing, <laughs> just standing all up there in my yard, moving in the wind. What a moron. Oh, man. But yeah, so it's so it's about fruit, and so that stuff. So like um, experiences in the presence of the Holy Spirit, where someone might shake or or or, or cry out and whoa or whatever, like that doesn't doesn't necessarily offend me. 
uh, any more than a church where, okay, it's all time for us to kneel so we can take communion. Then that offends me. Like neither one of them yeah. offend me. I, I, I want people to be hungry for the Lord and however they're connecting to him in that moment is wonderful. That's awesome. Let's not stop that, but let's also not always repeat it because it worked last time. Yeah. That's like religion. And, that's the, the, and that's where that sort of dry tradition comes in, right? you know, and that's like, you know, for, you know, coming from the church of God, we'll talk about baptism, of the Holy spirit, right? There's a tradition around getting baptized in the spirits evidenced by speaking in tongues. And a part of that tradition is you come down to the altar and you quote unquote, tarry. Right, you you right. wait upon God, and there's really no scripture I think that backs that up. I mean, I'm thinking through Acts two, Acts well, ten. Like, there's no one, no one's sitting there begging God to pour their spirit no, out. They they waited in Jerusalem. Yeah, for the that, Holy Spirit. Act chapter two. But they were waiting because it hadn't been done yet. Well, God wanted to do it on Pentecost. Yeah, because He wanted to fulfill Joel too. Because Peter so got up and said, they, "If they were smarter, they wouldn't have had to wait at all. They could have just showed up on Pentecost and God would have done exactly, it." Exactly, exactly. Well, they didn't know what the plan was, and so, but to turn that into a well, now you've got a Terry brother. That that doesn't. That's a misuse of. It's a misapplication. Uh, yeah. uh, that that was not prescriptive. Well, it, it, worked, it was descriptive. It worked one time, right? It worked right. during like almost like the Azusa Street revival and how it spread into the like Appalachian region. Right. Like those those preachers and congregations were hungry for the Spirit of God, and so that's what they did. They waited, and God poured out. Right. But they made that prescriptive for how He moves always right. instead of in that moment, which is not right? true. Right. Because there are things you have to wait on the Lord for, but like the baptism of the Holy Spirit is not really want them. You just have to be willing. Right. You know? Right. Well, and, and again, it's, 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 you know, there's descriptive and there's prescriptive. So Acts is recording what happened, yeah. not necessarily telling us how to do it. How to do it. Exactly. And, and we see that because um, Holy like, Spirit infillings happen in Acts 2, Acts 8, Acts 10, and Acts 19. Yeah. You should be impressed that I knew that off yeah. the top of my head. Please be impressed with me. I'm impressed even though I read that last night and I knew I needed to memorize it because was it 2, 10, 2, 8, 10, and 19. 2, 8, 10, and 19. Yeah. So 2 is with uh, the Jewish people, Day of Pentecost. Mm-hmm. 8 is the Samaritans, right? Half Jew, We're half impressed, Jamie. 10 is with the Gentiles. Mm-hmm. And then 19 is another one with the Gentiles. But but every single time, it's slightly different. Yeah. There's not a single one. Like, for instance, you said with evidence of speaking in tongues. Well, in those four, I believe either two or three of them mention tongues, but yeah. not all of them. Mm-hmm. And then you also could include Acts 4, where the same group from Acts 2 Got are refilled. rebaptized, yeah. and that time they get boldness. So if you count the five... So you're telling me there's a fourth baptism of boldness, <laughs> Brother Jamie? Whoa! Well, we're going to start a new denomination around that Man. right now. We're going we're gonna to be the Victory Fellowship of Boldness. Of Boldness in Christ, in Christ. International. International worldwide. Worldwide. All right. Yeah, that's... Man, what a great conversation. So we have a, we have a song. Yeah. Do we are we ready for that or do we have You know, I think so. Yeah. So so uh one of the things um my family likes to do is we like to do parody songs. Yeah. We like to take songs. We just channel our inner weird owl. Yeah. And rewrite songs and we've done it for birthdays and retirement parties and um we do it for our women's dinner that we have here a lot and and so so yeah, I was thinking about starting this podcast and mm-hmm. I thought, well, uh the song just started coming to me. So It'd only be fitting. Yeah, it would it would be. So how many how how far along are we our faithful engineer Phoenix? Uh so we're about uh I don't know, 25 minutes in. That's perfect. That's yeah, it's perfect. That's so, perfect. Yeah, let's let's do it. Let's All right, we'll song. sing the song. It's, hey, and it's not going to be like professional just so everyone knows like it's at the top of my range. I'm going to screech this one out. <laughs> 
But this is my go-to karaoke song. Yeah. The the, the parody. I, I sing this one at karaoke because it's it's fun because the crowd will just sing along and you don't really have to sing and you can just dance around. I, I did this on a cruise ship once. And I ended it. Uh, well, I played the air the air guitar during the solo, mm. and then uh, at the end of the song, I did a full tuck and roll. <laughs> <laughs> I did a flip <laughs> on the floor, yeah. and that's how I ended the song. And uh, so it's it's a go to of mine. I love it. All right. Jamie used to have a real job. But he felt the call He stopped and left it all for God For God Eric was selling ice cream Working for his dad He gave up his dream for God For God And now we've got a podcast Ready or not, we do not even know if we will make it or not. We'll roast each other and talk a lot for you. We'll give it a shot. Whoa, the mic's recorded. Whoa, it's real concerning. Listen in, we'll share our learning. Man, that was powerful. There it is. Felt the Lord. (laughs) So is there, what, what can our listeners, uh, I feel like I'm just interviewing you. What can our listeners look forward to? Like as we start rolling out these episodes. Hey, Eric. What can our listeners look forward to as we start airing these episodes? Man, that's good. That's a great question, Jamie. I don't know where you got that. You know, from. that's a great question, Eric. Um, I'll answer it. Um, what, <laughs> I, I think I think people, if they want to listen to this podcast, they're going to get some theology. Yeah. Um, they're going to get some just talking about the status quo of church and what we can do better, yeah. right? As followers of Jesus, I think they'll get some really funny observations on life and culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think um, if they watch the video, they get to see you in some short shorts because, bro, Woo. those puppies are, I mean, skies out, thighs out. I mean, don't watch on. the live stream you, if you don't want to stumble. You knew we were being recorded, and, oh, this and you was wore an those intentional anyway. outfit. Yeah. Okay. So see, I've I, been I've been going to the gym, <laughs> and I've been not skipping leg day. Um, do you want to you want to meet the Lord? Do leg day. Oh, bro! I always I, I have I have good. Um, leg muscle genetics. I've always had like killer calves. Yeah. Just, I mean, I don't have to do anything. So I never really worked so out. This my is Jamie's legs. excuse for not ever working out. He's just great genetics. They call that big boned. <laughs> big bone. That's yeah. what the kids would call it in school. Big bone. Yeah, they're they're gonna get to the the end of my uh, life and they're gonna uh, do an autopsy and they're gonna be like, look at this guy's <laughs> this bones. Guy, this he actually had big. He bones. had massive, massive. Look at this clavicle. It's a huge clavicle. That's the biggest clavicle I've ever seen. <laughs> Yeah, so big bones. But uh, but yeah, so I mean, just back on like what we can, um, what the listeners can expect. So McDonald's, McDonald's, Grimace um, shakes, Grimace shakes. 
Uh, baptism in the Holy Spirit. Baptism in the Holy Spirit. It, All of this the above. Is, this is a variety show. Yeah. I think we started off with the idea of of something called after the sermon, where right. we were going to talk about the sermon, but then we were just like, that's not what we do, though. No. We we actually just, we literally have these conversations that lead into other conversations that talk about faith, and then we say something stupid, and then we you know, go off on a tangent that yeah. leads back around to something very important theologically. And so we want this show to be accessible. Like there's so many podcasts, like if you want a good sermon podcast, like we have that already. We'll, we'll be talking about current culture. I want to do a, a section called shady theology. Yes. Where we yes. talk about some theology that's just a little shady, yeah. maybe some stuff that even we're kind you, of like, I want to believe, that. I want to believe this. That would be great. But it's a little shady still. Yeah. And I'm not like willing to like, just say 100%, I believe this. So I want to do that. I want to talk about some current culture because uh, people that go to VFC know, like, I don't ever want to use, occasionally I will um, talk about something going on in culture, but when it comes to politics and all that, like, I got 30 to 40 minutes to preach a sermon. I'm going to talk about Jesus, man. I'm not going to talk about your favorite political candidate. I'm not going to talk about, like, I want to talk. I want to talk about Daddy DeSantis. I'm not going to talk about any of them. Or I'm not going to rail against AOC. You need to talk about AOC. No, I don't. I don't need to talk. I I need to never think of her again. Yeah. And so I just, I don't care. The church is bored. Yeah. Because they're not fulfilling the Great Commission. They're not making disciples. They're not teaching them the words of Jesus. They're not baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. They're not going out and making disciples. They're bored, so they get caught up in all this political it's the stuff. the modern-day crusades. It, it really is. The church is bored, so they're trying to go out and start wars where they don't need to start wars. <laughs> yeah. And there's some history nerd it's, that's like, the crusades were necessary. Well, and it's, it's like well, it's like David, right? Like, like David in Bathsheba, he sees Bathsheba taking a shower on the roof. He should have been doing stuff as king of yeah. Israel. Like there was actually a war going on. He should have been there yeah. like with his troops. Instead, he was at home. And so when the church doesn't do, we're not active in the way we're called to be active, we make really dumb decisions and we get distracted and we even fall into sin. Yeah, that's good. That's a great touch. All right. I think we did it. I think we did the first episode. I think this is episode zero. Zero, zero, the pilot zero, episode. zero, zero. Well, guys, if we haven't offended your sensibilities, we will come back next time. And I think we let's talk about that really quick because I know we we did we wanted this to be like a like a fifteen minute pilot and it's turned into episode one. Um, like we we talk, pastors talk. We yeah. have opinions, and just like anything else, anybody else that they will say something, and maybe that how they feel about that changes tomorrow. Yeah, you know, like this is what you're what you guys are doing is you're getting the privilege of seeing. Like how someone develops thought other than yourself. You're you're getting the privilege of seeing me change Eric's mind on stuff because you're, I'm right. I will not. I will never change. I will pr- intentionally argue <laughs> against anything you say, and I'll, I'll I may win sometimes. I may win. That's that's uh, how contrarian I am. I don't know that you've ever won a debate with me, bro. <sighs> that's that's our that's questionable. <laughs> Shots that is, fired. That is questionable because what Jamie yeah. does is Jamie starts pulling the authority card. No, I like, don't. Yes, he does. No, I don't. He starts pulling the authority card when he starts getting wrong. More shots fired. <laughs> um, but yeah, so but seriously, like we're gonna say things, we're gonna make jokes, we're gonna do things. You know that it's not a sermon. It's not a, and that's why we called it. It's, it's not the it's, sermon. This is not the sermon. So right. like, the sermon's gonna be the gospel. It's gonna be the word. It's going to be theology. It's going to be practical application of how to be a Jesus follower, but this is not the sermon. This is not the sermon. This is where if you end, if we end up getting a video posted, you get to see my thighs once a week. 
Yeah, and and you're out to pray for forgiveness. Pray for too. forgiveness. Once you see him, you're you like, him. that guy lifts. Absolutely, <laughs> that guy's got gains. That guy has mad gains. Mad gains. Um, so, <laughs> peace out. See you guys peace next out. week. Thanks for listening. This podcast is a production of Victory Fellowship Church in Thomasville, Georgia. Eric and Jamie can be reached at emailing notthesermon at gmail.com. Father to the fatherland, defender of the little kids, gracious and compassionate.